recording. Welcome everybody to the monthly movie dispatch, the movie review show from friends that you can trust. Every week we broadcast a review of a new film, talk about some film news or other related topics, and recommend what to watch. We've been talking, critiquing, and gushing over movies for years, ever since I can remember. And we aim to bring you honest conversations about relevant cinema. I'm Nick Moffat, and I'm here in Everett, Washington, with my good buddy, Sean Bowlby. Hi. And yeah, we're here today. We're going to be reviewing the movie St. Maud. It's the new A24 movie um, directed by Rose Glass. So um, yeah, this movie went through a lot of delays. Um, if you go on Letterboxd, it says it came out in 2019, I think. But uh, really, it truly, I promise, didn't get released until 2021. So yes, it counts as a new movie. But we will get to that. Um, I kind of, you know, as an opening topic, there isn't too much going on in the film world. Um, I I thought it'd be fun and worthwhile to talk about some of our favorite uh, horror movies directed by women. Um, I have a I have a list here from Letterboxd uh, that is uh, called the horror directed by women. But there's another one that I found that's uh, called. Yeah, I know it's perfectly named a but bit on the nose for that's me, called uh, women make movies with a softer touch and it's in quotes and it's all these like brutal movies and um <laughs> yeah so sean i mean uh i, I know uh, we kind of talked about this before the pod started and you didn't really have any off the top of your head so i'm yeah. just gonna throw a few at you all some right. of my favorites yeah um i love horror movies and i'm you know i'm kind of i'm kind of championing in like women directing movies right now you know i'm i'm just i want i want more and more female voices mm-hmm. i want women to you're for have, the cause yeah dude right now i don't know if i told you but i'm i'm actually working through my one of my projects one of my movie projects of the year is to watch 52 movies directed by women mm. so i'm just trying to like keep that on the forefront of the movies that i'm picking through cool. the year well one checked off for this yeah no this was this actually one. number 25 oh, wow. checked up so I'm, I'm almost halfway there and it's wow. not even close to june yet yeah so, um anyway i just want to throw a few of these at you um raw i did Have not see raw? raw no that oh, man, one's definitely on my list i uh i missed it that year yeah i think it came out 2016 or 2017 yeah it was a french movie um that was like a coming of age movie about cannibalism so uh very creative yeah it was on like all three of your lists that year or something yeah or, yeah i remember that a couple because, lists um because i think brandon watched it first and he was a big fan but then me and derek ended up putting it higher and he yeah. was very surprised uh, he uh-huh. thought he liked it the most uh-huh and we showed him yeah um tigers are not afraid have you heard of that mm-hmm. one i've i haven't heard that one i haven't heard of that one Oh, this one's really good. Um, I think I mentioned on the pod when it came out. I watched it for Horror Movie Month back back that year. I think it was 2017, maybe it was 2018. But it's like it takes place in Mexico, and it's like about um, like cartel land type stuff. But mm. also there's like monsters, and it's like a fairy tale kind of. Um, but whether or not the monsters are real people or like you know monsters uh-huh. is kind of like up in the air for the whole for the whole movie. Hmm. Um, 
I'm trying to think of one that maybe you've seen. Oh, here's one. Here's one. Uh, the Babadook. Yep. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's one of the few movies I have on my movie that I've kept on my movie shelf. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've only seen it once, but I remember really liking it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it has that it has that good thing with, um, you know, clearly it was the monster was something else. You know, I uh-huh. love it when yeah. horror is used as a vehicle to express some sort yeah. of other thing that's going on. Definitely. Um, Near Dark. We talked about that on the mm-hmm. pod last year. That's a vampire movie. Yeah. Uh, Catherine Bigelow. Yep. It was yeah, really like that movie. <laughs> um, Bird Box. Did you see that one? No, is that that's the um. Uh oh, God, what's her name? The blindfold S- one, Sandra. Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock. Yeah, I kept thinking Susan Sarandon, but yeah, I did not see that yeah. movie. I heard only bad things. But, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It was just kind of like I think it. I think it got hurt because it was so similar to a Quiet Place. Okay, and it was not as good as a Quiet Place. Hmm. So, um, yeah. What about the Love Witch? Have you heard of that one? No. That one's like 1960s style. Um, hmm. It's about a witch who makes potions and you know seduces men, but it's. Hmm. It's very uh, old school, you know. It's a, it's like a retro type movie. Uh huh. Was it? Did know, it? Always... Was that when it was made, or is that when it takes place, or no? That's it what came it out looks in twenty sixteen. Like? Okay. That's when it takes place, though. So it's like it. It looks like it came out in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, but it's it's pretty cool. It's a pretty creative movie. The trailer, especially, is like really fun. You know, you see it, and you're like. It's got like that music and like the psychedelic kind of vibe, you know, uh-huh. that, that, that whole thing. Nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's, Oh man, I forgot one of my favorite ones. Uh, the voices. Oh no, have I haven't heard of it. I have not never heard of it. Oh man, dude, the voices, it's a horror comedy. It's uh, directed by Marjane Satrapi. Okay. Um, who, who wrote, um, Persepolis. Did you ever read that graphic novel? No, I saw the movie. I really liked the movie. Yes. She directed the movie too. Oh, so, cool. Um, yeah. So she, she like co-directed the movie. The voices mm-hmm. is a, like she just did that by herself, but mm-hmm. it stars Ryan Reynolds and it's like, he has a cat and the dog and they talk to him and they tell him to kill. Them. Oh, and it, it's, that sounds it's, awesome. You know, not the most creative <laughs> premise necessarily, uh-huh. but it's completely sold by Ryan Reynolds. So yeah. He just completely makes it work. And he does the voices for the cat and dog too. Oh. And, you know, the dog is going like, Oh, you're a good boy. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> you kill people. You didn't mean to. And the cat is like, you the bitch. You slice her throat like you were supposed to, you know, just like being super. Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I, I love the voices. All right. So when did that come out? uh 2014 or okay. so a few, few years back but um yeah so i mean those are just some of my favorite uh horror movies directed by women um there's a bunch um that you know uh, on this list uh the list has like 250 i've mm. seen 25 or something so mm-hmm. you know there's a bunch Tenth uh, of the way there 
yeah, I I actually found like five vampire movies that were directed by women that I'm going to try to watch sometime during this year as nice. part of my uh, 52 challenge. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, I feel like we should just jump right into St. Maud. Yeah, let's point. do it. Uh, okay, so St. Maud was directed by Rose Glass. I think this was her first feature film. Um, it stars... Mordiff Clark and Jennifer Ehul. Um Nick, this this is so embarrassing. You actually mispronounced it. It's um it's actually pronounced Meryl Streep. Oh shoot! Oh, that's no, so embarrassing. <laughs> Meryl Streep is not in this. It's movie. actually pronounced Meryl Streep via 1980s. <laughs> Sorry, um, I think she because... looks exactly like Meryl Streep. I can't. Oh yeah. I can't get over it. The Anyways. the lead actress in yeah. this movie? Uh, Jennifer Jennifer Eel. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, Jennifer Eel. I think she looks exactly like two... Meryl Streep from the from the nineteen eighties. For sure. Like the Kramer versus Kramer uh, yeah. Meryl Streep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that. I didn't I didn't make that connection immediately. That's uh, why I had a weird awkward pause there. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I sorry, I see what I, you're I de- saying. I derailed the whole it. thing. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, I just I, I just didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, she was really good. So I mean, real quick, the plot description, uh the, the plot follows a pious nurse who becomes dangerously obsessed with saving the soul of her dying patient. So basically, you know, there basically there's two people starring in this movie. There's um, the young woman, this Danish actress, who I butchered her name, her first name, Mordif, Mordif Clark, and uh, then the yeah, her patient Danish. is Jennifer Yule, and that's the one who looks just like Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. And uh, the main character though is very creepy. You know, she is one of those actresses you put in a horror movie and she's got like that blank face mm-hmm. and you're just like yeah there's something off with you you just are giving me weird vibes right from the get-go mm-hmm. um i do want to say this movie is available on epics that's where you can watch this movie mm-hmm. so i don't know about you sean but i actually subscribed to net to epics for like remember a what three-month trial or something i think um... i'm paying like two dollars a month for a for a three-month trial or something yeah so uh something like that i watched it on i think i i must have gotten it just from uh amazon or something i don't think i did because i i wanted to watch it on my tv but um my playstation i don't think had epics or no no i'm sorry i actually subscribed to epics through uh app or through amazon that's what i did and it was yeah it was super quick and easy yeah yeah I think yeah, so I, I think I got a three month trial. So if you want to subscribe to Epic, it's free, and uh, you can just do it through Amazon. Okay. Yeah. So you didn't actually end up paying anything extra. No. For it. <clears throat> That's interesting. Yeah, because I, I think I'm paying two dollars a month or something for Epic okay. for three months. But, oh, um, maybe maybe that's what it was. I don't. I guess I don't remember. I thought it was. Either way, it's the like same. Either way, it's like deal. a funny thing because like yeah. we're deep into the streaming wars right now. Yeah. Where you know. You got Netflix and HBO Max like battling for each other, mm-hmm. and then there's like Epics that's like, "Hey, we have the new <laughs> H24 movie over here. Uh, you guys want to download it? So uh-huh. uh, 
you can watch it. And I'm just like scrolling through being like, I, I guess there's some other movies on here that I'll uh-huh. watch. But I don't know, Sean, I'm in a weird place with uh, the streaming wars. You know, I'm, uh-huh. I'm like on the verge of uh, canceling HBO Max just so I can watch Tubi TV. Oh, yeah. You ever watch Tubi? You get down Tubi? Uh-uh. Man. I've never it's, been on the Tubi. It's crazy. We'll yeah. talk about it later. We don't need to get into Tubi <laughs> yeah. right now. But um, anyway, so this movie, St. Maud, um, sorry, I keep going all over the place with this. It, it was pretty helping. good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty good. I feel like Rose Glass clearly has an eye for horror, and I'm pretty eager to see what she does for the rest of her career i hope that like like i said earlier this movie was delayed like two years i hope that that doesn't affect her at all you know Mm. sometimes yeah you know unfortunately there's like this thing that happens in hollywood where like women don't always get the second chance you know they don't get to like if their first movie bombs then often they don't get to make a a next one so Mm -hmm. i'm really i'm rooting for her because i thought that there was a lost style in this movie i thought that she did well with tension and i thought that the parts that were horror based were really good Mm -hmm. um my pro my i don't know if this is a problem with the movie but it definitely wasn't as much of a horror as i was expecting it was much more psychological yeah um maybe it's just because i didn't know too much going into this movie but i was kind of expecting more more stuff with the devil and god you know and um ultimately the movie does have devil and god influence in it basically like the main character is like is touched by god and it almost becomes like a sexual thing between Mm -hmm. her and god and kind of makes you think i don't know if it made you think it but it made me think like is that really god or is that like the devil pretending that it's god yeah and then it kind of spirals into more of a psychological sort of uh experiment i think Mm -hmm. and um yeah, you know, I I think I could have done more, more horror with this one, um, but we we can we you know I feel like I want to hash it out with you a bit. Like yeah. I, I definitely want to have a spoiler section. So before yeah. we get into spoilers, like what were what were your initial thoughts? Um, yeah, I think I I had a very similar reaction to it. Um, it, it had a really it had really great tone. I thought it was really well paced. Um, for you know, kind of a slow building horror film. Um, it had a great look. I loved the lighting. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, the kind of desaturation of it and it, it just really had a, a cool look to it. Um, and there were some really, there's some really striking visual, uh, stuff in the movie. Um, I don't know if you just like even look at some of the images from the movie, there's just like some really prominent visually striking things that, <clears throat> that they did with the movie, uh, in the movie. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess I, in the end, I'm, I'm not really sure I would recommend it to anyone. Like I would overtly recommend it to anyone. Um, it was 90 minutes. And so, uh, I can't say it was it was a waste of time. I think it it really filled that ninety minutes well. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I guess I don't know who I would recommend it to, or um, aside from maybe just just a, a, someone who's really into horror movies. Um, yeah, I guess yeah. like what do you mean like like because like 
because it yeah like what do you mean why wouldn't you recommend it to someone it just i get i guess uh it, we kind of have to get into spoilers a little bit um it's i don't know what the movie was about um and if you really even try to explain what the movie was about it sounds pretty silly and not really about anything it sounds a little ridiculous but i think the movie kind of worked um, I guess uh, really I'm a, I'm a little back and forth on this movie. Um, I don't, uh, y- yeah, I was a little meh on it, I guess is, is the thing. Okay. There's something, definitely some things I liked about it. Nothing I didn't like about it. It's just, I don't, I don't know really how to feel about it. Maybe. And you know, I, I kind of want to talk to you about what you thought in more detail, but yeah um, i mean it's it's one of these movies where like i don't know like the ending kind of like messes with you a little bit uh, you know like the ending kind of like i don't want to say pulls the rug out but like the ending is like kind of like grabs you and is like okay so do you like this movie or not yeah you know <laughs> and uh you know i i think because of the ending i'm like not as into it as i could have been mm-hmm. if i had had like the ending more or something but yeah, yeah I, I think and like I think I, you're right. I think we do need to yeah. this out. I guess uh, about the ending, I, I actually the ending is is was at least something that was striking and like kind of pulls you in. Like the, there's like a last little chunk of the movie that's just like whoa, and um, kind of takes takes a quick turn and then like the movie's over. And I thought that was pretty cool. So, and I really do appreciate a good ninety minute movie. Um, and like I, I was saying that I don't know what the movie was really about or I can't really put my finger on what the movie was doing. But it, I think if you make a 90 minute movie, you don't really have to have necessarily a complete full idea and not everything has to come together super neatly. Um, and yeah, it just it really didn't feel like a waste of time. I just I'm not sure who I would who I rec- would recommend the movie to and and I don't know who it would really work for is is the thing. Um but yeah, I ha- I do have a lot of go- uh, of good thoughts about the movie, you know. It it worked for me in many ways. It just didn't really come together. Totally. I'm with you though too. Like the I think it was less than 90 minutes. I think it was more like 86 minutes. Yeah. And that that to me is, you know, yeah let's get in let's get out yeah and you know it's funny because you're mentioning it being like a slow burn slow burn of 86 minutes yeah it's like yeah it's kind of yeah, weird you don't need to have too much of anything it, just, it was like just a slow get... burn but it was also well paced and yeah. it was kind of quick and and it was like took you on this ride and um but yeah then yeah if you i think if you step back and really think about what the movie was um is one where you run into problems but <clears throat> Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we should get into spoilers because I, I do. Yeah. I want to see what you. Have yeah. To say. So let's get into spoilers. Um, at this point on, we're doing spoilers, spoiler section. So if you don't want this movie to be spoiled, um, turn it off. Go watch this eighty-six minute movie and uh, come back and finish it. So, um, so Sean. Yeah. Um. Was she touched by God? Was was that sexual? Okay, so like basically the 
the thing with the movie, you know, and, and first true horror moment, she's like in the kitchen, like washing a dish or something. And then she can like, she like feels like a presence on her. And mm-hmm. you don't know if it's like paranormal ghost or whatever, but it like grabs her and like, she like lets out like a moan kind of. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like a pretty striking visual. I think yeah. that's what you were alluding to earlier. Yeah. Yeah. That this movie does have some really cool visuals. And I mean, I really liked this part. It was like, her neck like stuck out and she was like oh and it was like a whole thing like her body like really opened up uh-huh and it was yeah very cool visual and um quite do you think that was supposed to be a sexual thing i absolutely do uh i think there yeah um i don't know that's kind of the thing about the movie uh i don't know um i definitely while i was watching i was i i took it as kind of a sexual thing and i i don't know how you could um make that or do that scene uh and have the actor do those things and not think some people are going to take this as a sexual thing or 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 most people are going to take this as kind of a sexual thing so i can't imagine that she wasn't aware that that was um you know, it, that was going to be at play in the movie. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Uh, I mean, I, there were a few other sexual things that happened in the movie as well. I mean, yeah. um, there was, uh, there's the scene where her, where the two women, you know, the nurse and the patient felt the presence together. Mm-hmm. And that came after the patient was having like a sexual experience with, uh, with her friend, like yeah. her friend left. And then the nurse came in, they sat together and they like, felt the spirit together uh-huh. and it was like you know, they were like holding hands yeah so that was that certainly made it seem like it was sexual and then uh later on too um the main character was like kind of just she went out and was like having sex with people yeah random people at bars and she was like having sex with this guy and she like had like a like a traumatic reaction you know mm-hmm. and she like jumped off of him and uh she like you know, curled up into a ball. She got all freaked out. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that screamed trauma. You know, it was like she clearly has had either the movie was trying to, you know, relate that image to trauma, mm-hmm. like rape of some kind, or it was, or, you know, explicitly she was like having a vision of, um, you know, whatever was happening in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of yeah. There's a lot of stuff, uh, kind of subtext in there. Um, I, I'm not. <laughs> I, I don't know if you're asking me what I thought. I I don't know. Like I don't. I don't know what the movie was going for. I don't know if maybe there's a longer version of this movie where they dive deeper into kind of her past because that's a that's a big question mark too. I don't know. I don't know what the main character's deal was. Or I don't know what mod mods deal was um what do you do you know (laughs) what happened do you have an idea of what what happened to her and like because you you see that the movie opens i believe if i'm remembering correctly she's covered in blood and there's a in in like a hospital or some type of mental or or a, a, a medical institution or something and there's a dead patient or something. Am I remember that correctly? 
Yeah, where, and that's what the flashback was yeah. when she was when she was yeah. like having sex with that. Guy. Yeah, that's right because she was like giving CPR or uh, right. whatever, so, and then she like breaks through his chest. I don't know what the deal. I don't know what the, I don't know what her past was. I don't know what that was about. Yeah, I mean the, they don't tell you. Yeah. So either again, I feel like I feel like I mean I, Sean, I don't think you're wrong. I think this movie doesn't give you any firm answers. Mm-hmm. You know they they do the thing where they they open doors and kind of let you come to your own conclusions. Yeah. So something happened in her past um, where maybe she killed somebody, mm-hmm. maybe they died on accident, but she's still dealing with that trauma. Yeah. And so now she's with a new patient and she's like falling in love with the patient, but she's clearly lost. Maybe she's not even falling in love. She's just like becoming invested in this person. Mm-hmm. And then she takes it upon herself to um, save them. Yeah. She decides that she's going to, um, she feels like she has a calling from God uh-huh. and she is going to save and, this person. And at some point, I think you're supposed to put together that at some point between those two events of her, someone dying that either she killed someone or someone died. And then she found God afterwards, right? She, she became religious after that traumatic experience whatever it was and whatever happened so she like she wasn't raised religious necessarily she wasn't raised with this like uh attitude towards religion and god that was my understanding and i don't i guess i'm not even sure was she raised religious at all or um yeah what and and i don't i'm not i'm just not sure how any of that really is connecting (laughs) Yeah, I didn't really give too much. Honestly, I didn't give too much thought to when she discovered God or when uh-huh. she became religious. Because but, her friend, um, the that knew her from before, she didn't seem like she. She seemed like she came from a a party, his very you know, party like a normal background. Yeah. yeah, because her friend shows up and is just like, "Hey, I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah. What's going on?" Yeah, uh, and she's oh, like, "Oh, you cut out all this." religious imagery and put on your wall interesting and it seemed like she had she had a very she would party with that this person right like yeah they had like a friendly yeah but more like she she may have had like when she went out to the bar and got really drunk and then had sex with all those people that may have been her reverting to a that a past maybe similar to that uh of alcohol, sex, and debauchery, or you know, I don't know. Did you not? Did you not pick up on that? Maybe I. No, I now that of... you're saying that, like I remember that that whole thing, and um, yeah, I mean, I do think that the movie was trying to say something about um, like like, I don't know if it was a. I don't know if it was a huge statement. I don't think the movie was about this in the same way Promising Young Women was, or other those types mm-hmm. of movies or but, even Baba Duke um, or yeah but the movie whatever. definitely you know showed the guy after she had sex with the guy and then she jumped off of him he was like it's okay he like comforted her for a second then was mm-hmm. like but I'm gonna finish and he yeah. like finished having sex with her. yeah and it was like like that's rape you know but yeah. like the movie yeah. just kind of like let it sit there and it it almost like didn't have a point it like mm-hmm. it didn't have um like the point was that it happened and these things happen, but 
I felt like I thought that was actually pretty interesting because it wasn't um, like, I felt like that was something a female director would do, like have that scene in there, but not mm-hmm. make it like a plot point, you know? Yeah. Like, it was just like, it was texture to, yeah. um, to the movie and not like a catalyst for a bigger event happening, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But either way, um, um, one, yeah. one thing I did want to mention is you said that there, that there's not really, it's, it's less of a horror movie. It's not very scary, but there is some really, um, uh, kind of cringy imagery in it. Like, um, you know, when she, the, the scene where she puts the, uh, the nails through the card and then puts the card in her, in her shoes and then steps oh, right. on it. Like there's some right. really, um, she did do that. Yeah, even though that. there's not like a bunch of scary stuff going on, there's some really like uncomfortable uh, uh, type of almost body. There's horror. some elements of body yeah. horror here, yeah, for sure. I mean, the the shoes thing is something I've never seen before, and it was mm-hmm. like, why is she doing that? Yeah, please don't. <laughs> yeah, and then I think before that, she was like picking at her skin in yeah. a really disgusting way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, I like body horror quite a bit. Yeah. Um, but again, like. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I, I wasn't expecting it. And I think that kind of threw me off a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I, I, I think one of my problems with this movie was that I didn't truly know what it was. Yeah. And, you know, like I said, like the movie wants you to come to your own conclusions, but also kind of felt like the movie uh, didn't know what kind of movie it wanted to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because totally. I, lot of it was psychological there was the religious aspect of it which like kind of becomes paranormal and then there was like the body horror type stuff Mm -hmm. and i don't know i just didn't think they all meshed like i i don't know i didn't i didn't love the body horror in this movie it wasn't Mm -hmm. really jive yeah i i will say like i mean that ending scene where it does the like kind of the one actual horror scene of the movie where she she like um jennifer or meryl streep i forget i forget her name uh jennifer eel like she comes out and she says i'm I'm the devil and and you're so weak or whatever like that out that totally threw me off guard that was so scary uh just for a really quick moment and i i think the movie did a really good job of like building up in tone to that moment and uh and to really throw catch or it really caught me by surprise and scared the shit out of me um and so yeah i thought that was really effective scene (laughs) yeah i i i loved what they did there i loved the build-up so just to give any listener you know that that was when she she got fired from her job for being Mm -hmm a creep and yeah. trying to be manipulative as a nurse, you know, uh-huh. she, so she got let go of being that woman's nurse, but then she still saw herself as the savior and she snuck back in to save her, I guess. Yeah. And this as she's woman, dying. Yeah. She's like on her deathbed. She's mm-hmm. like dying. And she's like, she just tries praying with her. She tries you know, putting water on her forehead and stuff. And the woman pushes her away. And then, yeah, basically like turns into the devil for a second and mm-hmm. her face becomes huge. Yeah. Like 
exaggerated and her eyes bulge and she's like screaming at her. Yeah. Cause she, she like, she said the room. she kind of made her think like question her whole religious beliefs. Cause she said yeah. all of it was fake. I, I didn't believe any of it. And you know, yeah. Um, I, I thought that was awesome. I thought, yeah. I agree. I thought that movie, I thought that scene was amazing until like the scene was kind of over uh-huh. and I, I like her, I like repeated what she said in my head, you know? And uh-huh. it was like, everything she said was like what a real person would say, not what the devil would say. Yeah. And at that moment I was like, okay, so that wasn't really the devil. She's like suffering from mental illness, you know? Huh. And I thought right there, the movie was like, she's, she's doing, uh, you know, she's, uh, the movie's more about mental illness than anything else. Uh-huh. And, um, I thought that was when the movie kind of decided that. And yeah. maybe not, maybe I'm like, maybe that was me coming to that decision, but then, you know, it goes into the end of the movie where she, she ends up burning herself alive on the beach. Mm-hmm. And there's like a transcendent moment of her, like riding a horse into the kingdom of heaven yeah. as St. Maud. And like and all then, the people on the beach, who are looking at her burning alive, like get that. I think they get down on their knees and like kind of bow to her as, as if she's a holy figure, you know, yeah. uh, rising to heaven. And then there's the split. And second. that cuts really quick and shows her that she's actually burning. Yeah. And then the, movie. yeah. And it's like, again, it's like, like, you know, the movies, the whole movie, you're like, is she really being t-? like, this is my problem with it. Cause like I got invested in that question, mm-hmm. you know, is she being touched by God or is this like the devil that's like manipulating her, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, so into that scene where like the lady turned into the devil and it was like, like, I want, I want more of that. I want mm-hmm. to grapple with that sort of like explanation that like that fight. Yeah. And then I felt like the movie then was like, no, actually she's just like, she's just fucked up. And yeah. And, uh, but I, no. I don't, no. I was kind of grappling with that as well. You know, the obvious question is, is there like mental illness? Is she, is she just, cause there's some scenes where she's obviously, you know, there's some kind of paranormal, um, spiritual thing going like, she's actually, you see her lift, you know, floating in midair. Um, and there's a few other scenes where, and even just the scene where she's being, I guess touched by God is kind of overtly um I guess as the audience you're supposed to kind of um see that as her perspective and and you are like kind of experiencing the story through her perspective and I think you are supposed to uh as the audience believe that that is happening to her as she believes that that's happening to her and um yeah i thought that was super interesting um but yeah i i i think the the obvious question is is that mental illness though is it like a, an unreliable narrator experiencing mental illness and i don't think that the movie did anything interesting with if it was mental illness which kind of the ending i i do agree the ending kind of i don't know if i would say it as definitely as as you just did but the ending definitely kind of uh kind of goes in that direction of it was 
there, it was probably mental illness or something. But I don't think it does anything with men- mental illness. I don't know if it has anything to say right. about and mental illness or yeah. if it's like if it, if it has any kind of interesting perspective on mental illness or if it showed mental illness in any kind of realistic or interesting way and or like trauma you know yeah. it's like make it, maybe the mental illness is connected to the trauma but i yeah. don't know if the movie was actually saying anything yeah like about either of those things yeah you know and like you know i don't mean to be like definitely 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 it's about yeah, mental yeah. illness because i agree i think the movie left the door open i think it left it up for interpretation but mm-hmm. you know but my interpretation is... was yeah this isn't about the devil anymore you know this is yeah. about her being tr- filled with trauma and uh-huh. being fucked up and yeah. you know that's yeah, again, it's my interpretation but that interpretation left me cold mm-hmm. you know i was i was yeah. disappointed i agree i like it when movies go all out you know i mm-hmm. like when movies like really embrace um you know their concept or like yeah. you know really go for it you mm-hmm. know i mean uh even like a movie like Tusk, you know, like they went for it, you know, uh-huh. or um, uh, Ready, uh, Ready or Not. Did you see Ready or Not? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'm not gonna spoil it for you, I... but like the ending of that movie, you know, they went for it, you uh-huh. know, and I, I I appreciate those types of things, and I just kind of felt Safety like this one guaranteed. they were like, huh. Safety not guaranteed. Yeah, safety not guaranteed. <laughs> Shout out to your yeah. work. Um, I wouldn't call that my work. <laughs> hey, you worked on that yeah, movie. I did. I um, but yeah, you know. So I just I don't know. Like it was like it was like the limitations were there of someone mm-hmm. with their first movie or something. Yeah, you know where and like I mentioned this earlier. I did feel like maybe there's a longer movie that a longer script or maybe they shot a longer movie that was just hacked down to and cuz almost no one writes a 86 minute movie, right? That's not that's not very common. Um so yeah, I wonder if there was a lot more to this movie at some point that it just kind of got hacked back and uh yeah, I don't know. That that's kind of how I felt like there was supposed to be more. Did you not? Did you not feel anything? I don't know. I f- kind of feel like in the horror world, um, it is common for things to be under ninety yeah. minutes. And like just indie horror is just a deep, deep sea of. Uh huh. That's true. You know, there's just an endless supply of short but extremely creative mm-hmm. uh, horror movies. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I just feel like the indie side of that type of filmmaking. I don't know what people. You know, I feel like there's probably a lot of short scripts out there for horror movies. But, yeah, you know, that's know. true. You totally um, could be onto something. Um, you're right. I mean, maybe maybe she has a deeper idea as well. Maybe it, even if it wasn't shot, maybe she like, mm-hmm. you know, has like a longer story in in her head about this. Yeah. But. Yeah, just yeah. left a lot of question marks in my head, and I just i I just don't know how to merge any of those pieces that were that were kind of laid out in the movie so like uh what star rating would you give this ah what i don't know if i gave it a star rating yet yeah like maybe a three i i might i might give it a three and a half i there's some there's a lot of interesting stuff in there and um 
it mostly worked for me. Like, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. It was well paced. Um, but yeah, three and a half borderline three though. Yeah. What, what I, I, I was leaning three, like I was yeah. going into this or I was, I was leaning three and a half going into this. Uh, uh-huh. And after talking through it, I'm like, eh, I might go back yeah. and put give it a three. Yeah. You know, I think just, definitely uh, after I got done watching, I was like, yeah, that's a three and a half. And also I'm a little yeah. hesitant about threes. Um, I kind of mostly reserve threes for movies I really just don't care about. I'm just like, I don't have, I mean, this movie, I don't have a whole lot to to say, but there was, there was some, in, there was some interesting stuff. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hear you. And that's my, my three is usually, yeah, that was a average movie, mm-hmm. like some bad, some good average. Yeah. Whereas yeah. like everything for two and a half to. Yeah. Is definitely. like, uh, that's bad either morally or physically. Uh-huh. That's a bad movie. Bad movie. Yeah. We're like, I don't know. I'm like watching Mortal Kombat right now. And I'm like, probably a three just because it's extremely Wait, you're watching average. Right yeah. There's now? a lot of bad, but. Well, not right now. I oh, watched okay. like, I watched like half of it, and then okay. uh, good. I thought I you were watching it right else. now. I'll finish it tonight. Yeah, while we're podcasting, I'm just uh, <laughs> I'm just checking out World Combat on my phone over here, yeah. HBO Max, right? Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, but I I think it was interesting though. That's kind of where I'm like, yeah, I don't know, maybe three and a heart or something yeah. too, or yeah, That's I don't true. know because I. I do think there could be someone who would get a lot out of this, uh-huh. but I don't know who that would be yeah. necessarily. So <laughs> kind of with you. I don't know who I would recommend this to. Yeah. So yeah, maybe I'll give it. So I don't know with that. I think we can wrap it up though. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was St. Maud. It's available on epics and uh, probably other places as well. Um, so for next week, um, it's kind of up in the air a little bit. Um, there's talk of me picking Shiva Baby, which is a coming-of-age story that's supposed to be really good. It's got like 97% of Rotten Tomatoes. But um, there's also a new animated movie on on Netflix by the creators of um, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse, Mitchell vs. the Machines, that maybe Derek will pick. So um, we're kind of up in the air on it. Mm. So maybe, maybe I'll do Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Who knows? Yeah, because that's going to be in theaters next week. Yeah. So, um, Edgar Wright, yo. Yep. Um, so, anyway, uh, with that, um, Sean, uh, it's nice talking to you about St. Yeah. Maud. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, uh, everyone, do your best out there. <laughs> Take it light and be nice to yourself and others. Yeah. Can't Bye-bye. argue with that. All right, bye.